Welcome to Design Speaks. This lovely podcast is brought to you by a graphic design geek and a regular human being, aka a non-designer. We're here to chat about music, pop culture, cool places, and basically whatever we feel is relevant. Hey, I'm Brandy C. And I'm Michelle. And you're listening to episode one, two, three of Design Speaks. It's, it's almost like, the like count. A, I was going to say, it's like Sesame Street. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. One, two, three. It should be three, two, one. Michelle is gone. Oh, that's really... <laughs> Another soft rhyme. Juan, gone. <laughs> if your name was Juan, it would be much Juan. better. <laughs> three, two, one. Michelle is gone. There it is. See? That's so sad. It's one, two, three. It's, uh, something about me. <laughs> yeah, it really does sound very Sesame Street. Yeah. <laughs> um, today's episode, very appropriately, is themed... What we're thankful for, thankfulness. Today is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And I hope that you guys are all really thankful for things. Yes, and enjoying family or enjoying alone time, whatever it is. I would imagine you're not listening to this on Thanksgiving because I don't really listen to podcasts on Thanksgiving. Who has but time? if you do, There's... you must really love us. And if you have time, cool. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Otherwise, it's the Friday after or whenever. Black Friday? Oh, man. The thing about Black Friday is I can never decide whether or not I'm going to go. Like, I usually traipse out at around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, okay, we'll see. It depends on the year for us, too. Like, sometimes we're like, oh, let's get up early and, and like, go see. Just Let's just go see what there is. Or we go at midnight to, like, some obscure... No, like to the Walmart in Edgewood. Oh my gosh. No one's ever there. Ghost town. They have all sorts of all the great deals. Yep. It's true. Like especially electronics. Yeah. I, one year, I did participate in Black Friday, but I didn't really care. I was mostly doing it to hang out with my friends. I was still, was I in high school? No, I think I had like graduated high school. Yeah, I had graduated. I was in college. And my friend always went out on Black Friday with his dad to go get like gaming consoles and yeah. then sell them like at ridiculous prices <laughs> oh, they later were those on. Those people, they were. And so we camped outside of Best Buy. This is like old. You actually camped out? Yeah. And can I tell you something? It started snowing. No way. And we ended up getting a tent, <gasps> putting it up, and I slept on the curb, like. Like a homeless person? Yeah, but the fun yeah. Yeah. But the funniest part was when we ordered pizza. We ordered pizza because we were hungry in line at Best Buy and we were like tenth in line. We're not leaving because they give vouchers to people. Right. And um we ordered a pizza and said we're under the first big B in Best Buy. And that's like <laughs> the location we gave them. That was your home. Yeah. This is where like, we what's are. your address? Uh, we're under Where do the, you live? We're under the B. <laughs> um, so so we. I remember I was so exhausted that night. This is like my one Black Friday story that I have, so bear with me. I'm listening. Um, I like it so far. Yeah. I thought that was the end, and if that was the end, that was amazing all the way up to there. After that, we went out to eat at Denny's, and it was the worst service I've ever experienced in my entire life. It was 3 a.m. Our waitress left in the middle of it. What? And I remember... My friend's dad being like, I've never done this in my life, and I hope to never do it again, but I am not tipping her. 
And he Whoa. did not well, tip she her. Was, I mean, she, she was, was gone. She had it coming. So she couldn't get her tip anyway. Well, she like she like left in the middle of her shift and didn't come back for us, but she was supposed to still be working. Like she was still on the clock. <gasps> and wow. so I just remember being like, let's go before she comes back. And realizes <laughs> that we didn't give her a tip. Yeah, but I guess she had it coming now all these years or later. Or had it not coming. Yeah, literally at that point. So... I I felt very bad for her, and now I'm like, hmm. She was a grown up. She knew what she, she had was doing. Responsibilities, and she was not tending to them. Anyway, that's my one and only real Black Friday mess of a story where people were like stories. fighting to get into Best Buy. I'm like, I didn't have any money. I just feel like <laughs> I never need something so bad that, that I, I need to can't fight wait. someone over it. Yeah, people died. Like being trampled at Walmart. I know that that's not necessarily the case anymore. They like lay down ground rules. Yeah, they they do a really good job lately. Uh, but back in my day, <laughs> people would die people on Black died. Friday. That's why it's called Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, I assumed so. It was a black, black time. Yeah. And now it's like, well, we're done eating on Thanksgiving. Do you want to go to the store? Yeah, that kind of <laughs> drives me nuts for the people that yeah. have to work it. It's like Black I Friday has now turned into like four o'clock on Thanksgiving Day. Much like Christmas. Stop it. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Ooh, I wish you watched The Bachelor and Bachelorette. <gasps> I don't. Which is going to be and awesome this never. next season. I will never. Peter is The Bachelor. And Peter is, he's the one who should have been picked with Hannah. Like, Hannah made a mistake by oh not gosh. picking Peter. He <laughs> is a pilot. He's tall and handsome and he's just a sweetie pie it might be not a classy it might i hope it's like a classy season of the bachelor but he is a good looking dude so it might not be anyway the bachelor can coming you, to you in you january not, can you not be good and be good looking i think he uses that to his advantage hmm. he's i'm but the thing he's like a sweetie pie how do you even know that <sighs> i feel like i know them all <laughs> I'm really excited for The Bachelor coming to you. I think it's like January 20th or 21st or something like that. Second, maybe. Yeah, I watch a few reality shows, but the closest I get to that drama is Project Runway. So, And that, there it is. Same drama. Yeah. It, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty dramatic. They're just never cutting fabric. <laughs> you know, it's the best because I love fashion. So <sighs> I like it. Well, they're wearing cool clothes in The Bachelor. So, so um, this week has basically been all about is it disney disney plus disney plus and what's the apple tv one apple plus i don't apple know TV i don't plus? i'm not apple. getting that one we got it because you we, we we bought um so back up with our credit one of our credit cards that we pay off every month or whatever um we had earned points mm. and so it was like do you want to use your points to cash out for cash or do you want to buy x y or z and kenny was like they have the 4k apple tv Oh, that'll probably look great on your TV. We can do that. We already did. So we got it. And then we found out that for every new Apple product you bought in however recent, you get a year's worth of the Apple TV service or whatever. Like, okay. So we had four things to get. So you just did it. You got four years years of Apple TV? they, They stack. That's so cool. So we didn't have to pay anything. We just got them because we bought devices or whatever because we both had phone upgrades. So we had done that. Mm -hmm. And then we got the Apple TV for free. Mm -hmm. And then I don't remember what the other thing was. Oh, we got a refurbished um, iPad for me. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that one counted actually because it was refurbished. It wasn't new. But anyway, you got a few years worth. So we got four years. So 
We've been watching The Morning. We just started watching The Morning Show, which is a new show with Steve Carell. And what's yeah, her name? Yeah, Jennifer play? Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. I and didn't... What's her name? For the Southern girl that's super sweet actress played Johnny Cash's wife. Oh, um, she her Reese name is Reese. I was like, Reese Philbin. <laughs> <laughs> read something yeah ruh, ruh. and so we were two episodes in and that's really good that's what i hear i didn't know that was a thing until my boss told me about it i'm like is it like a morning show it's very like self-deprecatory self-depreca- which is my type of stuff <laughs> it's really good um and disney plus has all of my childhood all oh, of it. Yeah, There's I've been like making Darkwing DJ Duck and like we just watched Gargoyles with Caden this morning. Aww. <sighs> I'm on the other end. I'm like DJ X-Men. You know what? I've been watching. Okay, I've been watching this one thing with DJ that I'm like a lot of parents are not going to agree with me, but I grew up with it and I think it's fine. She's watching The Simpsons with me. That and, is not fine. And it is so funny. She's going to have so much attitude after oh, like five episodes. I, it's just going to like I have quadruple what I have it is now. memories of me being like, I can barely remember how old I was and I'm watching The Simpsons. I grew up with it. And my parents, I mean, my parents let me watch a lot of things. But I the know, Simpsons, I'm like, I grew up with a lot of things I will absolutely not let my children do. Is like, I'm like laughing out loud at how funny it is. Like it's like we're watching episode one. So it's like different animation. Some of the voice actors are the same, but you know, they develop their voices differently. And oh, it's so funny. So we'll see how you feel about this in like a little I, while. We take these when her di- behavior changes. <laughs> we, ha- we have a different approach to this part. And my thing is like for like music, if there's cussing, I don't, I, I don't try to hide it because those are words that are real and she's not allowed to say them. Like, that's how I go about that. And so the attitude thing, well, we'll have to see. Yeah. So but, I'm like, we'll see. We'll see how yeah. this goes. I mean, and she she hears words at school. Like, oh, like she, she hears things at school that I'm just like, cool. Great. Glad you got that. But those are all things that I'm like, well, I'm sending her to public school. And it's, gonna, yeah. it's the world. So. Right. Well, then for me, for it's basic. It's, and for us, it's like. Well, there are things they will hear, and we cannot, we're, we will not shelter them. However, in our home, they can count on not hearing or seeing certain things that they may encounter elsewhere mm-hmm. that we will address when that happens. Yeah, and there are things that, like, we are really, really cautious about, like we talked about earlier, um, not on air, but we talked about earlier about how they're really sensitive to specific types of scary things mm-hmm. and how she needs to be and your kids need to be prepped and warned about certain things. Um, but as for that type of stuff, I, I'm, a, I'm more lenient, I think, because I've seen what happens to my husband's... I've seen what's happened to my husband's siblings who have been... Like, my husband grew up watching The Simpsons and then his family became Christian and no longer were they allowed to do anything no Simpsons, no Harry Potter, nothing that was fun. And so, and it's full on, like, flipped yeah, on all well, of them. Yeah, I think that there's a balance there. There is a balance. There's, there's definitely a balance. Because, like, even though my parents were Christians, um, my dad was always into action Fighting and, and violence and, and stuff. So I was, like, six years old watching, like, Commando and, like, Bloodsport. And so 
while I turned out okay, I don't Probably think didn't. that it's good. Yeah. Like, I'm fine. And it yeah. has great memories for... I feel like it was, like, bonding time with like, my dad, literally, but no. Same. Like, I would sit I'm down like, with no. my dad and watch, and, like, totally not okay, but I would watch The X-Files with my dad every, every time it was yeah. on. Like, my place was to sit, like, in his chair with him and watch X-Files. Like the creepiest stuff, yeah. With my dad, also we Which watched is probably Jag. Why so. <laughs> you were you are now terrified of aliens? Um, I no, I had a dream. There was a dream, but probably what caused the but dream it was, was X Files. It was a Men in Black <laughs> alien type of alien. Men in Black is what screwed me over. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so yeah, Disney Plus has been fun for us, but um, we've the National Geographic part is the part that we've kind of been addicted to oh really jasmine yeah. has a bunch of those on her queue but we haven't watched a lot of it um individually so like there's a bunch of stuff that i want to see on my own but um besides that stuff that we've just like been re-watching from when we were kids i started and finished um the first season of carnival row with an uh, orlando bloom on amazon Ooh, prime yeah and it's really, really good. That's so fun. It's about like a I'm, world where fairies and like yep. mystical creatures are just like normal, but it's really gritty and real. It's not like fantastical. Right. And um, it's, there's like a lot of mystery to it. There's a few fast forwardable scenes. Yeah. But it was not overbearing and totally worth fast forwarding through because it was an amazing, it's an amazing show. Yeah. So that's kind of been that uh all sorts of like geeky things i guess lord of the rings tea which at is saint james tea room it was a super Elvish fun tea time it was and i wore my my crown my tiara. Elvish circlet circlet it's called a circlet i was like crown tiara headband you know <laughs> but it is officially a circlet oh. um the one that i wore for my vow renewal with just like a, a white long dress mm -hmm. and my even star necklace so fun yeah that is so fun and you're don't you have a tattoo? Where's your tattoo? Don't you have a tattoo? It's on my lower back. Yeah. <laughs> Where everyone got tattoos in 2001. Yeah, tram stamp. But yeah, it's you know. fine. <laughs> my sister has one too, but even worse, it's a panther. So <laughs> just mine, like... Mine says fearless in Elvish, and I can read it. Oh, good. Good. I see. I can't. I can, I can read a very small amount, and I'm out of practice, but... That's one of them. That will you... And it's kind of hard, like, as, like... A person, oh, you have a book, The Languages of Tolkien's Middle Earth, mm, The Complete Guide, and that you have like a bookmark in because you're actually going through. Cool. It um, has like the history of how the languages came to be that he made up. It's like weird to me that people can do that, you know? What's the difference between that and learning any language? Well, coming up with your own language. Oh, yeah. Dude was... Ugh, had some time on his hand in that pub. Just like, people <laughs> I, people didn't have all the distractions we have now. And they did what could we better do? things with their time. What could we do? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. We'll never know. <laughs> you know. Um, just transport me back to Tolkien's time. But what's hard about having a tattoo on your lower back is that you can only really ever see the reflection of it. It's like your mirror. I is mean, that other people see it see i want at the time i got it low-rise pants were all a rage I even know. though i've never worn shirts that would ever have shown it so yeah. i don't know what i was thinking it was it was it was like meant to be for me don't you wish it you could like to be for me pick it up and like move it somewhere i do <laughs> i really do i wish i could move it and i would 
but well, you know it is what it is it is what it is you just have to let it be i don't i don't like wish it wasn't there i just wish it was someplace people could see it yeah arm because otherwise i have to be real careful about like showing showing it because people are like you have an elvish tattoo i want to see it i'm like okay uh, i have to like make sure hold on let me adjust let me adjust and make really sure you're not also going to see my everything else, everything else. <laughs> yeah so l-o-t-r elvish tea was great and yeah what about you mm. well thanksgiving i know thanksgiving baking getting ready for christmas all of those things um I don't know. I don't have like any like big plans. I just know my family's coming over for Thanksgiving, um, which is yesterday for you, probably who are listening. Um, But yeah, family coming over. I always have to have the game on because it's like, I don't care about football. But people do. But people do. And it's kind of a nice like constant in the background. Kind of like having music on or something. Yeah, but it's white noise to me. It feels... It feels like you don't always have to be entertaining when the fe- when that is on because yeah. people can like go entertain with music. themselves if yeah. they need to. Yeah, like go chill. It's fine. Yeah. Um, otherwise, there's there's not a whole lot. Christmas started for me like three months ago because I work at a church. You guys, yeah. Christmas like active Christmas started it's three months Christmas ago. It's either Christmas or Easter prep when you yeah. work at a church. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it's one or the other, and we've been in Christmas for months at this point. So it's kind of like, but I like that because they always say that like the before is better than the actual day of like, and I love Christmas day, but I do get like that weird sadness of Christmas day of like, oh, here no, it is. It's over. It's over. And it feel like it lasted. It felt like it lasted like the actual day lasted 30 minutes. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It's like once all the kids presents are opened and everyone's eaten and it's just like well that's like another thing i'm trying to figure out how to tell people that they really don't have to get me anything unless we talked about this you and i talked about this well but the thing is we can tell people all that we want that we don't want them to buy us something but but we also talked about how we feel awkward going to someone's house when there's going to be gift giving without gifts, mm-hmm. even though they may not even care if you bring one, right? It's on us because we feel weird coming without a gift. Yeah, and I just, I for for me, like I've made it clear to one friend who's just on happens to be on the same page with me that like I'm not going to get her anything and she's not going to get me anything because we genuinely can't think of something that we want. So why just ask? You know, like why? Yeah, like. I, I would I'm totally willing to accept thoughtful gifts but like I don't want dish towels um <laughs> but you do because you don't use paper towels I have enough I'm okay. good for right now okay um I guess I'll have thank to you. take those ones I bought back oh shoot okay um I'll take them <laughs> but like gener- generally I'm just like I don't want something I'm just gonna like throw away yeah well and I don't need anything and it really and not not to say that anything getting me something is like dumb like it, it's a it's the thought that counts and i really do appreciate it but like like you just said i don't need anything i don't and what what i got you you will really appreciate and say don't get me anything okay well I, i'm not getting I'm, I'm unless i think of something that i'm like no like randomly for your for your vow renewal i'm like i know what i'm getting them as a present and i got you like these pills that help <laughs> Kenny you. brought them and he was like, "I know um, it's Michelle weird." Said, this is our our present. 
And I know it's weird. (laughs) That's how I am. That's how I like. It was great. Like. We talked about it when I got back. Yeah. They worked, I think, great. These pills that help you with jet lag. Yeah. It's, and that's like, to me, like, that's a good present because it's thoughtful and it's helpful. And not that I don't like getting people, like, sometimes I go to Walmart or not Walmart, like Target and I'm like, what do I get my dad? Oh, look, there's a section for dads. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dad. You got spices again this year. <laughs> you know, we're barbecuing. Shame. Yeah. Sorry. So I've done that before. But anyway, yeah, I don't want, I just want the Chris, this Christmas season, I really would like to be focused on just hanging out with people, doing Noted. all the things, doing all the things that usually stress me out because it's in addition to buying a bunch of presents. Come on. Okay. Yeah. So we should just give a copy of this podcast to every single person that you're going to see for Christmas. So Um, they will really know how you feel. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Just listen to a clip. Minute. uh, (laughs) Just just cut out a clip and. Minute 20. I just can't tell you on my own with my own voice. So here's my voice. Listen to this before you shop for me. Thank you. (laughs) Or hit up my Amazon wish list because I have one of those. But otherwise I don't. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, see, you just told people not to buy you stuff and then said you but have like, an Amazon if you're, wish list. If you're, well, for me, like, I occasionally am like, oh, I can go buy that $6 knife sharpener now. But I don't need it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Because I have a knife sharpener. All I ever want for Christmas is books. That's all I ever want. Mm-hmm. That's so, usually so, what I gravitate towards So for this you. this year, I'm not even going to, because I have two different wish lists on Amazon. I have one that's all books and one that's anything else. And usually for Christmas, because we pick names with for Kenny's family. Yeah. Usually I send them both. And like, here, just, I like all this stuff, whatever yeah. you feel like. Yeah. And I never get books. So just send them they the books always, this so year. I'm just doing the books this year. Like, yep. Here it is. All I want is books. Anyway, this episode, speaking of, it's about thankfulness. It we is. are thankful for each other. We're thankful for um, all the people that we've met along the way during Design Speaks. As you know, this is... We're thankful is, for the podcast. We're thankful for the podcast. As you know, this is my last episode with Design Speaks. Um, you need to play like really sad music under this I little know. bed of like sadness. I know. Um, as as the co-host, there will be times that I pop in and say, hey, you know? but You better. <laughs> I have to. Um, you know where I'm You're I allowed live. to leave, but you have to come back sometime. Fine, I'll come visit. <laughs> but like, um, we just wanted to talk about a few people along the way that have gotten us to where we are now and just say say thank you. Have guided us along this yes. journey. Yes. Have so, gu- have guided me very specifically in, and, in certain ways. And because of that, me. Yeah. Because I've been here. You have. I've learned a lot from these people as well. Not as much as you, but differently I've learned. I feel like maybe maybe I should have made this episode, what have you learned from Design Speaks? Ooh, see, that's too much. That's a lot of pressure. So you can just think about like a couple things. Okay. Once it's your turn to talk. How's that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we kind of like went over some of the people that we've interviewed and trying to think of like people that have sort of pushed us and guided us. And like I said, a little more specifically me, but also Michelle in learning and me in like actual doing and my my creative growth and my journey. Um, I sort of have them like in a 
a chronological order, not not that we we interviewed them in this order or that we've interviewed all of these people specifically. But where they've... But yeah. Like, how they've been in your life. Yeah, how they've sort of impacted me. And mm-hmm. if we have interviewed them, we will let you know like what episode that was so that you can hopefully go listen back to those. Um, the first one on my list is Leatrice Iceman. Leatrice <laughs> is a queen. Like... In the, like the most monarchy sense, like she's awesome. Um, she we got to talk with her uh, back in episode twenty one, which was our very first year. And all Brandy did was send an email. She just took a chance, sent an email, and Leatrice was like, "Hello," and she's like, "What? Why is Leatrice <laughs> Are responding you to me? Going to talk to me?" And she did it, and she talked with us, and she was so sweet and um, a wealth of knowledge. But anyway, so eloquent. So I first encountered Leatrice's work when I was in design school in college. So this is like 2004, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in college, they require you to buy certain books for your classes. And I got Exploring Color by Leatrice Iceman, And that was for one of my design classes. And that was my first introduction to this world of color theory and color meaning and psychology and Ever since then, she's the reason why you're here. She's the reason. Yeah, she was the like outside of instructors. I think she was the first um, like creative celebrity, if you want to call it that, that I sort of gravitated towards because I was like, I never knew this. Mm -hmm. I've always loved color. Lisa Frank was like the girl. And then there was Leatrice. They're very similar. Leatrice, Lisa. Maybe they're the same person. Ooh, that'd be quite... It's like, <laughs> that's that's something. That's something. There's, Maybe. There's, it has legs. <laughs> the theory has legs. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I think the, the next major person in, in this creative journey who we also got to interview was Scott Belsky. Scott Belsky wrote a book called The Messy Middle, um, which is why we interviewed him. Um we interviewed him in episode 85, but it turns out he's a lot more than just the messy middle to you. So Yeah, he. Um, I encountered him when he was the founder and of something he talks about, um, Behance, mm-hmm. which has turned into this whole other thing. And now he's like one of the leads at Adobe and all kinds of stuff. But he introduced me to um, the action method, um, which is sort of a, a way of organizing um, getting things done and organizing like your process. And I already had the pro I already had like a rough, um, version of the process that I have now, but being introduced to what his methods were kind of helped me organize a bit Mm. and sort of set me on this trajectory of understanding that the process matters. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That, and to like, lean into the messy middle to lean into um the process yeah well not everybody likes it his first book was called um making ideas happen and that was that was the first like i i got into the action method thing and then making ideas happen was part of that journey yeah that's awesome what did what did you get from 
from um, him that I, you can remember? Well, one, he is a fantastic interview. Yeah. Like, I don't remember every interview I've ever done in my entire life. I've done a lot. Um, but he is one I can recall. I had a blast talking to him, and he had really great answers. Like He's all quotable. He's, he's, he's <laughs> full of Twitter quotes. Like, yeah. I could, if I could reduce what he says down to how many characters... I think it's like 300 or something like that on Twitter. Yeah. Like, he's perfect for that. Um, you know what's funny? He is one of three people that I get notified when they tweet because he tweets amazingness yeah. all day, every day. I believe it. I fully <laughs> believe it. His thinking is just so, like, I'm on the save, same wavelength. Like, I'm lear- Like I'm below him on, like, the thinking. Like, I'm learning, looking up learning from him. But, like, I'm right there along with him. Yeah. So, I haven't... He's over your head without being over your head. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't read The Messy Middle. I know you have. Didn't you listen to it, like, through audio or something? Uh, But you own the book, too. Um, Mm -hmm. But listening to him and just... He's so much fun and you learn um, a lot. Like, that's what I I took from him was not freaking out or losing my way in the middle of hard things which is where i am yeah which is where you are right now don't lose way there's a light at the end of the tunnel there there is a way out of the middle the end is near make sense of it till i get into another middle there's 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 just always one there's always one anyway um the next person is sort of was at the time sort of a weird um person to put on this list uh when i first found john acuff um he was just like a a Christian satirist yeah. like he just wrote Christian satire mm-hmm. which he's really funny Blogs. he's like a super funny he guy he started out blogging yeah. I think that's he where I found him he had a blog called Stuff Christians Like yeah and then someone asked him to write a book so he wrote a book called Stuff Christians Like and eventually like he's turned into like this um, motivational speaker um, business coach entrepreneurial guy and one of his first sort of venture things that he did was he was he started this thing called the 30 day challenge and it was like just 30 days of juice. Let's do some, do something you've always wanted to do, but you've never like had the guts to, and I'm going to help you walk through these 30 days. And he helped me walk through, um, my first month of blogging. Oh, cool. And that's kind of how I started. My platform was the design matters blog in, I don't know, 2013, Okay, I think. Very cool. And so uh, he was a huge part in, like, getting to here. Yeah. He, so he's, like, the motivational speaker he, But it's sorts. not even just motivation. It's, it's like, here's your motivation to. and also how actually to. do this. Yeah. 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 Here's the tools to actually not just be motivated and have, like, motivation to do what? Yeah. <laughs> I feel motivated, but what do I do with but it? But now what? That's, like, me on Pinterest. <laughs> it's... Oh, that's all Pinterest is. It's like, what a great idea. And then you We're never... doing one of... We've done one of those. We did. Okay, we did. You're right. The oranges. That makes one. The oranges. <laughs> Found it on Pinterest. I've done a few, but there's like so many things that I just like pin and never look at again. Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's literally... And then what I hate is that it's like, did you do this? Like when you hop back on Pinterest the next time and you're it just wants like... You to like review no, if you did it. I didn't do Quit it. Quit guilting me. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> so he's on my wish list. I've reached out to him a few times. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop. Good. I'm, Keep going. I'm determined to get John Acuff on my you show. You will. Hey, congratulations. You're going to get him on this show. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one is uh, Dominic Cidio. Dominic, you just mentioned the two people that I actually knew before this podcast, John, John Acuff and Dominic Cidio. Yeah. So um, 
spoiler, Dominic did consent to be one of my guest interviews um, while I am transitioning uh, through December. Um, But the reason I put Dominic on this list is uh, technically he was first before Leatrice. um, But... Over the over the years of becoming very close friends, and you know, as you all know, like he's basically like a brother to me. Um, when I was writing the blog, so this is why it comes after John Acuff in this chronological order. I would send over blog posts to Dominic every now and then and ask him like to proof them or to like tell me if they sound okay because I hadn't written in such a long time. And um, he sent me this thing at one point that was like just an email and it was encouragement and like, you know, this is good. I like this point that you made, but, um, you don't sound like you, like, Mm. where's your spunk? Like, where's your sass and your, your like creative, righteous indignation for like when people annoy you and like the stuff that I can show on this podcast now because I'm there. Um, he emailed me and said, pal, write like you. And I blew that up and I printed it out and I put it next to my computer. Every time I would write, I would I would look at that and be like, mm-hmm. does this sound like me? And that kind of has stayed with me through the blogging, through the videos that I did, and now in this podcast. Yeah, it's like, that's good. Do I sound like me or am I trying to sound like somebody else? I think people lose their ability to sound like them when they're writing because of, honestly, school. I think right, you have to write you have, so many you papers. Have to edit, and, you edit yourself out. Yeah, and that's nothing that I have ever done. Like, I quit school. Because and I love writing and I love editing and making things sound correct. So, so when people have a hard time sounding like themselves, I'm like, just write how you talk. Because I li- I've written a few things. I wouldn't call them masterpieces, but people read it and they say, "This sounds like you." I can hear you saying this. Mm-hmm. I, that's just what I can do. Yeah, I can't edit me out. Um, and so I have to work hard not to because you've worked so hard mm-hmm. too. Yeah. do it in the past as a as a, a lover of english mm-hmm. and the english language and literature especially classic literature mm-hmm. it's like i want to sound pretty yeah <laughs> i want it to sound like jane austen or something yeah you know i'm just i'm not jane austen yeah and jane austen is jane austen and she wrote she <laughs> she wrote like her yes yes so um uh, so next is Sean West, who I talk about a lot on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially in the beginning of the podcast. He was on every episode. He was mentioned every episode. Yeah, because, you know, he he has played such an instrumental role in um, my entrepreneurial journey more than anything. Like, you know, how to how to handle clients or how to, like, be bold in your pricing and um you know any number of things he's a he's a very go get em kind of like wake up at 6 a.m and like do things kind of guy um but sidebar i want to talk something a little bit about sean west because because he has meant so much to me mm-hmm. um not was it last was it last week or it, the week before it was a little bit over a week ago okay so um he he at this point, a month ago. Yeah, at this point, probably so. Um, he confided, <laughs> confided like it's private, but basically finally was able to tell the world and all his followers that his wife um, was basically on the brink of dying due to a um, 
eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was suffering in silence alone, kind of doing it all by himself. He thought he for had like to. a year. Yeah. Um, because he didn't feel like he could share it because it wasn't his problem. It was his wife's. And he didn't think that it was okay to share. Um, he wrote a really, really long um, but informative and necessary blog post mm-hmm. on it that we encourage you to go read. Um, we can link it in the show notes, but also if you just search Sean West on Instagram, you'll find it. Um, it's one of his longest, it, it, it's probably, the link is probably in his bio. Um, but it takes you through his mindset and what his wife has been through. And he's openly asking for help at this point. Yeah. Um, because he has been doing this thing for, a while where he's working, 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 so he can take a year off, a sabbatical, mm-hmm. a year sp- sabbatical. Every seven years, he was planning on doing a year off. Well, this his seven year is 2020, and now, at this point, he's not going to be able to. Um, but go ahead. You, yeah, you- so basically, um, it's not even really as much about taking the year off anymore for him. It's just like paying his bills and stuff at this point because he's had to spend so much time focusing on his wife like mm-hmm. literally and 24 so. 7 yeah um watching her being by her side all the stuff that you need to do when someone you love is in this situation yep. um as we well know because kenny was in his spot for a little while yeah every second of the day with me at the hospital it's exhausting but also it exhausts your funds yeah and so um if you guys have looked into him or because of you know this podcast um, know about Sean West and he's had, you know, any, any bit of value to offer you, like I would encourage you to, to go and, and give to his PayPal for this specific purpose. Um, at, at this point, they are in a lot of financial um, debt yeah, because healthcare is nuts. And, and especially for a specialist that isn't covered by insurance. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And so he, he's needing a lot of help. And so, he's, it's very unlike him to ask mm-hmm, for this type very. of help. <laughs> so very unlike him. So uh, Sean West has played a huge part, and I think that he always will. Um, I follow him. I feel like I feel like I know him personally because I've been. I started listening to his podcast. You woke within, up at five a.m. because of him. I did for a while <laughs> when I could before all this crazy medical stuff with me. But yeah, um, yeah. so I mean, I was following Sean West since his first six months of podcasting which is now he's on episode like 300 or something Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. Um, So Sean West, big, big part of of where this journey has brought me slash us. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Um, The other one is someone we have. So I I am determined also to get Sean West. Oh, yeah. When he's not when he's not in this stuff he's going through right now. Yeah, that's like not a super priority for him or me at the moment. But um, James Victoria, James Victoria. That guy has pushed you way far out of your comfort zone. Yeah, speaking of growing. <laughs> um, so let's see. I encountered James Victoria. I don't know. Somehow I found one of his videos. No, I have lots of art, lots of design books. And some of his designs were in these design books. And I saw his name. Didn't push it much further. And then I saw a video on YouTube that had his name attached to it. And I was like, oh, I know that guy from my book. And then followed him there and then went to Skillshare and saw 
um, he was doing a poster, how to design for posters oh. using like your own handwriting and stuff. And I was like, I don't know how, I don't know what this world is. I've never used my own handwriting stuff for anything because. And now you have. And, now I have. <laughs> and it's like very in the recent. World. It's in the world on iTunes. La Ren. Yeah. Go get her single and look at that. That artwork album art yeah it's album art um because that's brandy yeah so um that was kind of the beginning and then i started watching his his youtube videos i i was a patron of his for a very short time and decided to go to one of his creative retreats Mm -hmm. and you went with me to austin and yeah it's it's good it's good he's a he's he's a a pusher he's a very intimidating fellow and we did we did interview him yes we did he is on episode 87 so if you want to go take a listen um explicit just so you know watch out if that sort of thing bothers you kiddos ears yeah um yeah but i mean it's it it sounds like it's a part of him because that this is it, yeah, this is James Victoria. It is. So. It is. It's who he is. Um, which I just told Michelle before we recorded. Fun fact: um, he had a consultation with John Acuff not too long ago. Weird. So they're like fans of each other, Weird. which is like <gasps> all these worlds are colliding. colliding. Yes, <laughs> yes, they're all connected. It's like it's like Crash. I, I know. Oh, that's such a good movie. <laughs> it's a it's yeah. a rough movie, it's but rough. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, and then. I found through James or through sorry through Sean West because Sean West is always talking about Gary V, mm-hmm. Gary Vaynerchuk, and so I was finally like, okay, I think I'm going to give this guy a go. It was like a little while, and um, again, explicit. Yeah. Um, don't think we will ever get Gary V on this show. Not at this point in his <laughs> career. Holy moly! But uh, Gary V, okay. <laughs> yeah, has been. Um, what I have basically taken from Gary V is his concept of dirt and clouds, um, which is something that I talked about in a post that I just put on Instagram the other day, how I wish there was like two of me, Ugh. one to do the dreaming and one to do the, the doing. Yep. And that's basically what, what Gary V, um, all his all his theories and all his thoughts on things come down to the dirt is the work and the clouds is the dreams. Yep. And you can only have a really successful entrepreneurial journey if you can figure out how those two work together. You can't always just be hustling yeah. and working, and you can't always just be dreaming. I'm glad he's done that because for a while it was hustle, hustle, hustle. I didn't get anywhere by you know laying down. I worked on the weekends because that was it's a Gary Vee, you know. Yeah, well, and he still does, and I think that he puts that off. But when you when you listen to a lot of his stuff, he always goes back to like this is the reason he succeeds because he takes time to dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a time for sure earlier. Um, it was necessary for him where he did have to stop because yeah. his health was getting bad, and that's sometimes what happens. Yeah, it's just yeah, exactly so, that's so scary. But yeah, also Hugh Weber. Hugh Hugh was like he's like the unexpected. Um, like I don't know, in a game where they like this substitute somebody and like, oh yeah. like who is this guy? It's like Rob. It's like the Bruce on the United. Yeah, he's like he comes in and makes all the goals. <laughs> he's like out here and he's like doing all the things. You know what I call Bruce? This is sorry. Side Bruce note. Almighty. Uh, no, I call him Fresh Legs because they always send in Bruce at the when, end when, and no, he has when everybody's de- dead, legs are dead and he's got fresh legs I'm like alright come on fresh legs and then he makes a goal okay so for those of you who don't live in New Mexico Ro- could- uh, not his name isn't Robert Bruce it's Daniel Daniel Bruce uh, everyone called Daniel the Bruce that's why because Robert Bruce. the Bruce from Scotland anyways yeah. um, so 
he's a player on the United soccer team, which Michelle and I are avid followers of. Mm-hmm. And he's, they always send him in like when everybody else end. is dead and he's incredible. Ugh. He's like shorter than everybody else. And he's got he's like five, six, the most passion. He's fast. He's intense. He His intensity zoosh. is like, and then there's a Whoa. goal. Where, he's like, and we got a goal. Like the, the roadrunner. Just mm-hmm. see like this trail of yeah. dust. <laughs> him like, and he's english too he is so, yeah it's great yeah so um that's kind of how i feel about Hugh Weber. he comes in and saves the day he like just always um i saw him and i you know you guys have heard this story but for those of you who haven't um i saw him for the first time um present at the national aiga leadership conference two-ish years ago um and he, his presentation was just his his presentation style, his persona, who he was just drew me in so much. Um, and so I reached out to him to see if he would like to come speak for our conference here yep. in Albuquerque. He came, we hung out a little bit. And then, um, you know, he was so kind. He gave me gifts and a book. And like, I'm Jeez. like, you came here. We're supposed <laughs> to give you things. And I I told him, yeah, we should catch up sometime. And he was like, yeah, we should. And then he did because he cares about relationships. Yep. And we've just like grown a really cool relationship. He's so cool. And he's he's like a good sounding board for ideas. He's a patron of this podcast. Um, he is uh, motivating yep. and full of wisdom just he's he calls himself creative counsel and that's what he does <laughs> he is the creative counsel <laughs> is and so he is also going to be coming on um this podcast during december to talk about um i won't say it's it's public but i i want it to be a surprise some really cool ventures that he's just taken over yeah um that he is very excited to talk about so he's played a huge part for me but i know that he's also impacted you in the conversations that we've had and we went out with him to brunch yes we went to brunch with him and that was just so much fun i i think at some point you made him take the enneagram test and i did he tested as a seven seven, which is the same as kelly and he travels for work so that's like i'm sure he gets exhausted about that but i'm like that's the most perfect thing for you to be able to go places and it's never the same like how fun is that I'm sure like i know he like misses family and stuff right but like he gets to do cool things like that so having brunch with him was a blast he finally got to meet kelly i had never met him just over the phone mm-hmm. um he is a presence like he's so kind and so fun and like he has captivating stories mm-hmm. um and, and i think he i what's funny is that, like what just reminds me of him the most are just like presidents Right? <laughs> Which is funny because that's where he started was in politics. Yeah. Yeah. Except and he's also like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. He's, yeah. He including really Including the red sweater. Yes. Which is his signature. That's so great. I he love always it. always wears a red sweater. I love it. Um, but he's just full of wisdom. We learn a lot. Um, he was on episode 48 of Design Speaks and... Hasn't he been on another? Uh, maybe with you, but okay. not with... Not with me. And you know what? That might have been the episode that he was on. I know we've interviewed a few of these people a few times Mm -hmm. um, or co-hosted with them. Yeah. But I just picked like an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that first episode that he was on with us, he it was hard because I had to like cut it down. It was a long episode because I just wanted to hear him talk. Mm -hmm. He just had so many good things to say. Um, And so... I, I don't know what else to say about him other than he's like, a valuable person he's very valuable and you should follow him yes and if you ever have any any creative counsel type needs he's your guy he's he's a good guy for that so yeah. um 
last but certainly not least is you oh michelle you're on my list How, for uh, a reason i'm on many of the episodes you are on <laughs> almost, almost all, all of, of the episodes i'd say a solid 99 percent of the episodes at this That'd point be fun to figure out the percentage oh it's it's 99 point something yeah point something point, point something. six maybe it's enough. Okay. It's enough. You are you are the heart and soul of the podcast up to now, the way it is. And uh, I have learned that it's good to give myself grace. Yes. It's okay if I don't always do something mm-hmm. um, because the world won't end. Yes. True. See? <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, it hasn't yet. Not yet. No. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> I'm like, no. Not as At far least as I know. my world hasn't ended. Um <laughs> The necessity of rest mm. and letting myself rest. So that's separate from grace because even if I give myself myself grace for not getting things done, I don't always rest. Yeah, exactly. So um, I've learned that. Uh, you have you. I knew about and loved the Enneagram, but you have like Exploded expanded it. my world <laughs> into the Enneagram being like a really huge part of my life. Good. And my understanding of myself I'm just and the glad people you believe around in me. Yeah. I do. Well, I do. It was it was right time. Um and to do a call back to like Gary V, the Enneagram song for me, the mm-hmm. three. Yeah. Um the I'm probably gonna design something or paint something to put this on my wall where where work and rest are equally revered. Ooh. Um that's something I think that I, I associate with you because you have helped bring that mindset balance into my life. Mm-hmm. Um because I see how easily you rest. Oh man, it's too easy. And I'm like, I can't just not do things. I need but Michelle can. I need threes in I, my life to be like, this is what happens when you work hard. Like, like and I need good things. People, I need nines <laughs> because this is what happens when you rest. Yeah, you have a little peace, a little bit of peace, a, a lot bit of clarity. Of yeah, that's all I have. I'm peaceful. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> um, less into the kombucha. Ooh, that's fine though. Maybe someday. And a, a medium amount into the oils. Yeah, a I'm, healthy, like- safe amount. <laughs> You're not like trying to cure like cancer with it. Yeah. But you're like, hey, this smells good. So <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. And I put it in my bath. Yeah. When I take baths. See, isn't and, that nice? Um, I don't do any of the ingestibles. So I have a bunch if you want them. Oh, what, like in like the kind that you can like and eat, like put in food like lemon. And oh, we well, can still like diffuse them and still put that in your bath. It's not it doesn't have the little symbol that says that it goes in the smelly Oh, you can do it. Oh. I diffuse lemon all of the time. Okay. I just, it's great. I thought that you were only supposed to diffuse the ones that they say diffuse are Diffuse them all. Smellies. Diffuse them all. Okay. They're well. fine. Unless they smell gross, then don't diffuse them. I mean, I diffuse good, lemon all of the time. I have lemon and orange. Oh, yeah. That's citrus happiness. It, like, it'll make you so happy. And it's like, you need to combine these and you can put them in your tea. And I'm like, no. oh, putting oil in my tea just sounds really weird. You you can. I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't worry about it. Just get some constant comment, which has orange flavors um but no just diffuse them okay i'm not taking your oils from you uh and pop culture yes i'll still be here for that the the inevitable you haven't heard of blank nope (laughs) no i have not last episode was what tiny desk tiny desk yeah wasn't there two last episode yeah no regrets no no regrets regrets yeah uh so michelle will be still bringing me that meme life so i guess that means th- the end is now it's time not to say end. goodbye to all our company <laughs> m-i-c-k-e-y-m-o-u-s-e you should have spelled your name somehow m-i-c-h-e-e minus e-l-l-e 
Michelle, EY, <laughs> Michelle, Michelle, <laughs> Michelle, yeah, <laughs> I apparently can't spell my name, so <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Um, yeah, this is, this is it, but there are so many, I planned and not planned great things coming up with Design Speaks. Mostly not planned. Mostly not planned at this point, but it's Brandy, so you know that eventually it will be planned. Um, <laughs> because I'm going to have to break in every so often and tell her to chill out and rest. Um, <laughs> um, but stay tuned. Um, if you found any value in this podcast and you have... Um, if you and you have a dollar here or there to spare to spare i encourage you to to go to patreon.com slash design speaks and become a patreon because there are some things like going back and listening to the past 122 episodes there is limitless knowledge like it's it's all so valuable i feel like i need to go listen to them again some me too (laughs) me too because i i retained probably five percent of it um but there's so many great little golden nuggets of truth and wisdom in all of these and things that you can take along with you things that i know i have already taken along with me that have helped me in my daily life as well as my work life which is very important because i can't look like a dumb there (laughs) i need to look like i know what i'm doing um (laughs) so Go tell Brandy how valuable she is. Tell her, um, give her direction, give her feedback, give her um, a, a pat on the back <laughs> because we all need it at some point. <laughs> we do. We all need that. I help. need some virtual hugs, guys. Yes, give some virtual hugs. But you've all been so great. I we got a letter at some point in the mail that was just like, oh. Our listeners are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And so just thank you to everybody who's been along this ride with with us. It's been such a cool two, almost three years. Three years in February. That's amazing. I know. How fun has this been? You know what's great is um, when I tell people, like, yeah, I do a podcast with Michelle or I do a podcast. And they're like, oh, that's cool. What is it about? So I tell them what it's about. And then they're like, oh, that's awesome. How how long have you been doing that? And I'm like, we're on episode 100 and whatever. And they're like, oh, oh you like, have not oh, been doing this, this. Is serious. You like, have not been doing this for thing. nine weeks. It, they stop with the, oh, that's cute voice and mm-hmm. go to the, oh, wow, I want to know more voice. Literally experienced that every time I've talked every about time. it. Every time I talk about it, like, no, this is no joke. We're doing this. Yeah. And it, it's been awesome because I, I am that type of person that wouldn't have ever started it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I wouldn't have if it were just me. I probably wouldn't have. But because of this and because kind of like remember when we were talking about working out. Sorry, body pump. When we were talking. I about, knew it. I knew you couldn't go one to. episode without couldn't. talking about body I couldn't. pump. Do you remember when you're talking about how you're getting really, really frustrated about working out because you f- feel like 15 year old sh- you should be there doing all of this? Like, like 15 year old, like my body is able to do this because I could when I was 15. But now it's like, what the heck? I don't want to. And so it's like, why can't I do this? Like you, you know, like how much it takes to get somewhere. And now because of this podcast, I know how much work it's going to take, but how valuable and how worth it it is for me to like do something like cool like this. Like, I, I feel like, like I'm not going to put off those things in the future because I've seen the results, and now I know it's possible. Now I know I can do this. Aw, and you can. I can if I want to. Because you can just tap into that three. Yeah, exactly. I might still need you to push me along, but (laughs) because you're the real actual three. Okay, (laughs) yeah, you're right. Let's just be honest. I I, I am as three as a three can be. You are textbook three. Yeah. Enneagram. 
Enneagrammed. So, so um, all that to say, I am super grateful that you have been here for almost three years. Almost. And even though there have been times where I knew you were like, I'm out. I want I want to not do this this week <laughs> or the, this month or whatever. The season and, of my life. And we haven't always been on the same page with everything. I love that. You have fought your nature to stick with it because it has meant a lot to me because Good. I know it's not easy for you. Thank you. I mean, I've had a, I've had fun every time. I this is I've always said this. Even if I don't want to do it, when I'm doing it, I'm having fun. I mean, because we're just talking. Recording is fun. <laughs> Listening. I'm such a narcissist. I love the sound of my voice. Well, sorry. I, I don't. Maybe actually. that's part of this. You just got to be humble now. Yeah. Just listen to my voice. <laughs> yeah, I guess. that's what it is. So, um, but I have a parting gift for you. You do. Was, oh, you get to take Ewan. I get to take Ewan? Oh, he is my favorite. I showed somebody the Doctor's Sleep trailer the other day, and I said, before I play, play this trailer, I need you to know, Ewan McGregor is everything to me. In that movie, he was <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, his uh, his character development. <laughs> I, sorry, there was a brief picture. pause because I was taking picture You're taking of a Michelle. picture of me. His character development is everything. Thank you. I get I get uh Obi-Wan. You get you get Jedi. There Ewan. he is. There he is. Jedi Ewan. It's got a lot of facial hair. A lot of facial hair, Ewan. And uh he can go on your desk and every time you look at him you can He think will of me, go on my which desk. Which is weird. That's fine. It's not every that weird. I, every time I see Ewan, I think of I think you, Brandy. Brandy. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> at least it's something. So for the last time here it is where can people find us people people can find us on all forms of social media via instagram facebook twitter the best way i'd say is instagram at brandy c go follow her specifically but also um keep updated with design speaks at design speaks podcast um if you find any value in this podcast past present future episodes share them with your people that's how this podcast stays alive that's how we spread all the good information around Word there of mouth is everything it really even is. now even this day and age as as hugh weber has taught us community is everything yes. so share this podcast with anyone a specific episode that you think would be valuable someone share it you can also rate and review design speaks on itunes um and there's also a really amazing playlist i know we didn't play any music this time but we have played music in the past if you're brand new weird episode to come in on sorry yeah. <laughs> um we played a ton of music and we put it all in a playlist for you. So d music from Design Speaks on Spotify. A huge shout out to our boy Colin from Vespertine for allowing us to use his song Shatter in the Night as the intro and outro to this podcast. <sighs> Here it is. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs>